Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Do it. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Oh, man, CCAT. I, uh... <laughs> you beef it? What happened? No, no, no. I, I, I had a buddy of mine after that, uh, that Chiefs monologue I just gave. Buddy of mine checked me, said, "Man, why, why am I hating on Travis Kelsey like he didn't help us with two rings? Why am I why am I spitting on a legend who has delivered time after time in the big moments for the Kansas City Chiefs, but isn't doing it this year? Um, but to that, I say, hey, in Week 18, by the way, Travis Kelsey, who might play again, he's he's, he's had injuries, he's been battling injuries this year. He might play to hit an arbitrary 1,000 yard mark." On this very same team, who's the most important Chiefs defender, C-Cat? Chris Jones. Chris Jones lining up at D-Tackle. Remember, he had the contract dispute before the season. Mm -hmm. He lost a lot of money in fines before the season. His stats matter. His stats matter. He has nine and a half sacks. He needs 10 sacks to get a bonus that would equal $1.25 million. A lot of cash. A million dollars plus to get a half a sack in a game that doesn't matter towards playoff standings. And I don't know what the status is right now, but I believe Chris Jones is leaning on sitting out to get rest. There's a difference. It might be marginal. There's a difference. I, and I would tell Chris Jones to get his tail out there and get that half sack if I was his boy. But Travis Kelsey's out there for an arbitrary extension of a streak that he already has. He already owns the most 1,000-yard receiving seasons in a row consecutive for tight ends. He's just trying to extend the streak, and he's going to risk injury to do so. He cares more about that legacy right now than he does about the team's success. The the fact is the Chiefs' odds or chances to win a Super Bowl, when you are where they are, that's what you measure upon. Yeah. They get better if Travis Kelsey has a week to get healthy. Yes, he needs it. The the Chiefs didn't get the bye week like they usually do. Mm -hmm. The Gear Ravens did. And he's not choosing to do that. He's instead going for the numbers. I'm done with it. I'm done with red flags, too. I'm done with the negativity for today's show, at least. For this hour. For this hour on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Big Teddy Takeover. Theo Dorsey. ESPN West Palm. Play subscribe on YouTube, please. If you want to support me, if you're wondering, oh, I mean, this this Theo guy. I like him. He's a cool character, man. I mean, he's, he's a fun guy to listen to. I like the Chiefs, too. I want to support Theo and the endeavors that ESPN West Palm has that he's backing And I tell you the easiest way to do that is hop on YouTube.com, subscribe to ESPN West Palm. And it's not just you doing me a favor. We're delivering some very great content to you. We have all the high school sports coverage out here. We cover FAU. We cover Kaiser. We have fun stuff with coaches. We get these legendary interviews. I've interviewed like four or five Hall of Fame, pro football Hall of Fame players in the past like month or so. Um, Off the top of my head, I can think of we have one of those interviews, actually a question from it. On ESPN West Palm, play a Hall of Fame corner. Ooh. Rondé Barber. Wow. Really? got him? We got Rondé. We got a lot of good stuff. ESPN West Palm on YouTube. ESPN West Palm on YouTube. Subscribe to ESPN West Palm. Play. And watch us play. Man, C-Cat, I, uh, this, is, this is fun, man. This is fun on a Friday, man. Friday, January 5th. We're on the eve of Week 18 for the National Football League. We're on the eve of what Evan Cohen who you hear 6 to 10 a.m. unsportsmanlike alongside Michelle Smallman and Chris Canty, ESPN 106.3. On weekdays, you hear him all the time. He calls this uh, the playoff preseason. Do you, do you like that? It's getting closer to the NBA, right? Yeah, because it's like 
Guys are sitting out late in the, in the NBA after the All-Star break all the time. Matter of fact, they sit out all throughout the season yeah. all the time. They've, they've cleaned a lot of that up this year with the new rules, but we'll see how it goes down the stretch here after the All-Star break. But yeah, for the NFL in Week 18, everybody's sitting out. In fact, in fact, Joe Flacco. Oh, imagine Fl- reading that sentence maybe, I don't know, Come three on. months ago. Joe Flacco who didn't have a job really three months ago. He didn't have a starting job for sure. Wasn't he on the Jets to start the season? Or where was he at? Not the Jets. Where was he at to start? He was on the couch to start the season. On the couch. Who is now the Browns quarterback. Um, He won that job, and he won a lot of games. And you know what he did? He did the smart thing that quarterbacks do. And this is why I know quarterbacking is a very difficult position. There's so much uh, complexities to it. It, it, They make it look easier than it is. Have you seen that video on Twitter, Um, by the way, the Tua Tungavailoa helmet cam video? Yes, it's insane. It's insane what it's like. How's he looking past the line? It's ridiculous. You think about that guy's height, and you think about any of the short guys, and you think about the vision you have through that face mask as a quarterback, also 300-pound guys rushing at you, also a defensive secondary that's trying to trick you and disguise their coverages, also linebackers that might blitz, also you have to know where your guys are and where they're supposed to be and where they're going to go in the next couple of seconds. Like It's a tough position to play. But you know what I always found is a really smart thing to do as a quarterback, C-Cat? What's that? Throw the ball to the damn best player on the field. <laughs> just get the, just what, where's, uh, where's, where, oh, is that Amari Cooper? Uh, and then there's Elijah Moore, and then there's and then Jerome Ford. He's kind of good, but th- that's Amari Cooper. Yeah. I'm going to throw him the damn football. That's what Joe Flacco did, and now the Browns are in the playoffs, and Joe Flacco, who was a backup quarterback, who was on the couch a couple weeks ago, who who really... I thought the last we were really seeing of a of a actual consequential Joe Flacco game was back in 2018 when Lamar Jackson took his job. Yeah. Like, I didn't think he would ever actually be playing. I mean, at that time, the Ravens had a chance, right? In 2018, we thought maybe that team could contend. They could make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Lamar takes his job. He never looks back. Joe Flacco has been a, a veteran that's bounced around the league a bit. He spent some time with the Jets. The Jets sure wish they had him this year. And Joe Flacco looked over. He saw number two. He said, yeah, he, he, well, he's better than most everybody else out here. And he just threw him the ball a bunch of times. And, and you know what? Now he's sitting out week 18. What a, what a great story for Joe Flacco. It, it makes no sense. I'm trying to find why this happened. And it's, I guess it's just perseverance, right? Yeah. Joe Flacco because he easily just hung the cleats up and move on. Right, yeah. he could have done what Travis Kelsey did. He could do, except- <laughs> yeah, he could do exactly what Travis Kelsey's doing right now. The only thing is, I don't know if he's he's got the the high enough clout. He's not elite Joe Flacco anymore, so it'd be hard to get a right. Taylor Swift level woman. But you're right, he could be setting up for the for mm-hmm. the twilight of his career. But he's not. He's hooping. He just wanted to play ball, man. Yeah, and he he walks into the most dire circumstances. Walks into a culture, a franchise, an environment. That is not good for quarterbacks. It's yeah. not good for winning football, period. And he turned a team in disarray, sinking way too much money into Sean Watson's contract. He mm. walks into a franchise that was directionless, seemingly midway through the season. He turned them into a playoff team. A playoff team. If it wasn't for the Ravens' ridiculous a second half of team. the season, they'd be competing for the division. It is that, insane. That, like, that is... That should be a top three story in the NFL this season. It really should be. And what I'll never forget is being with my family on, it wasn't Christmas uh, Day. What was that game? The Browns game against the Texans where, where Amari Cooper, who who reminded me of, he looked like a, uh, a player from the 60s with that cut he has, and, and he cut his facial hair off. It's hilarious. <laughs> he looks like a throwback Browns player 
but where he goes for like 200,000 yeah. yards and, and, and five touchdowns and was running up and down the field. Every single play, I was like, I bet he's going to throw it to number two, and he did. And look where the Browns are now. Hey, quarterbacks out there, throw the ball to your best guy. And it's also crazy Produces enough. This good results. Joe Flacco, who's won a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens, I think he's getting the best receiver play out of Amari Cooper yeah. that he's ever had. Like, yeah, Torrey Smith, Jacoby Jones, they were good receivers with the Ravens. Yeah. Yep. They weren't playing like Amari Cooper is right now. Did he get Bolden? He, he, no, okay. Yes. He Antoine had Bolden, Bolden had a great point. one season with the Ravens yeah. that he was Did probably on the same level as Amari Cooper on that Super Bowl team. Yes. Got a shout. Anquan Bolden, Bohokie's very own. 5-6-1, big shouts. But yeah, you're right. He didn't get a lot of Anquan. He got him on the back end of his career. And, and I never thought about it that way. But yeah, Joe Flacco's never been paired with a true elite number one until now. And he's in the playoffs, right. so uh, I guess we might have to. Uh, we might. I've been hearing some some um, hints that if Joe Flacco actually makes a push and maybe even gets to the Super Bowl, we might have to really talk about gold jackets, uh-huh. which would be a hefty turn in 2024. I would not believe my eyes. Um, See, Cat, you, you like games, right? You like of course, kicking it. I love it. I want to play a game with you today, and it's all centered around um, the preseason of the playoffs the playoffs preseason as Evan Cohen calls it um or as I like to call it week 18 of the NFL season which has been set up so beautifully if you haven't really realized what's happened here when the NFL moved to 18 weeks um in 17 games it's set up for a lot more movement on the final day so yes we have a lot of these teams that are sitting guys out but also because of the unevenness of the records and the complexities of tiebreakers there's a lot of movement that can happen not just with the top of the NFL draft but who's going to make the playoffs, which seeds you're going to have in the playoffs like this Saturday, Sunday slate of NFL. Uh, it's tantalizing. We're going to be locked in. It's not a throwaway week at all. No, I think so. I think whenever you have a week of NFL football, you have to cherish it dearly. Yes. Right? You only get so many of these a year. And we got some pretty good games in their standalone spots. I love how they wait to make the schedule until the night of the week before. That's just smart business, and it's good to your consumer, a.k.a. you, me, and everybody listening, that the NFL took time and put these games where they deserve to be. That's nice. It's nice. It's nurturing. It's calming. It is comforting. The league cares about us, the viewer. Mm -hmm. They're making it as consumable as possible. And with that said, CCAT, you are a connoisseur of football. You're a guy that does center your weekends around watching football, but... At a certain point, you do have to make choices. Mm -hmm. At a certain point, you have to delineate between this is a game I must watch, a game that I'm going to line up and see, or a game that maybe I can punt on and do some uh, honeydews or do some uh, activities with with the family or with the girlfriend or maybe just have some time to yourself and some peace. So I'll ask you, we're going to play a game here on ESPN 106.3, LaVica, Theo, and Stone. I've got no clearance to play this game, by the way. I never asked Stone Labanowitz about it. I didn't run this idea by Ken LaVica. This is LaVica, Theo, and Stone, but damn it, tonight or today, since they're out, it is a, we're, we're making this on our own. What do you call it when you, executive decision? Yeah. We're making an executive decision to introduce a new game on this show. You're on the captain's chair. You get that authority right now. Damn right. My name's on the show nowadays, and I'm going to take some pride in that, and we're going to invent a game right now, and it's going to be called Smash or Pass. When you hear that music right there, so, so play the music. Give them the music. Yeah. That's the tunes. If you if you're familiar with our Fridays on Levicka Theo and Stone, I used to uh, give the uh, fantasy football advice under this tune, and I'd let you know who to start, who to sit, who you can roll with, 
who you can win with, who to bench, who to trade for, what maneuvers to make, waiver wire, all of that. I used to do that, right? Right. So of course, when you hear that during Smash or Pass, that means that Seacat is deciding to take this option. He is going to watch this game. I'm going to give you the Week 18 slate. I'm going to give you game by game. When you like a game, you're going to watch it. You'll play this music and tell us why. Uh huh. When you don't like a game, cut the music. Cut the music. We got to clear it out. Clean the palette. You take a little bit of that. Mm, ah, mm. Okay, silence. When you don't like it, what are we going to hear? Simple as that. And we won't talk about the game. Nope. I mean, not smash all games are creative equal. Yeah. You got to specifically smash some of them, and you've got to just give some the cold shoulder. Sometimes you got to do it. The tough choices we make in life. You owe it to the smashable games yes. to pass on the non-smashable games. And you make the smashable games feel that much more smashable. Yes, exactly. Like now these games know their worth mm-hmm. and they know their value. Positive reinforcement. Yes, yes. Smasher pass debuting here on the Vicar Theo and Stone. Myself, Theo Dorsey, posing the games from week 18 in the NFL. CCAT, the viewing public, deciding if this game is a smash or a pass. Okay, you get, the, you get all of the uh, details of the game. You get the rules. Let's get right into it. Let's start. <laughs> well, this is funny, and I feel like I know which way you're going to go, but your favorite team, the Baltimore Ravens, hosting the 9-7 and Steelers. I'll give you the implications. This one's going to be on Saturday at 4.30. The spread, the Steelers are four-point four favorite, actually, on the road. The implications of this one, the Ravens already locked into the one seed, so they're fine. They're going to be resting Lamar Jackson. You're going to get Tyler Huntley, but the Steelers, though they have a winning season locked up for Mike Tomlin, they can clinch a playoff berth with a win, but they'd also need some help from a couple other teams. I'll keep it as simple as that. If they win, they need help, but they their main priority is winning this game against the Steel, uh, the Ravens. Steelers-Ravens, AFC North rivalry, CCAT. Oh, yeah. We're taking this game out for a nice steak dinner. Mm. And we're treating her right. She deserves to be treated right. It's a smash all the way, 100%. There really aren't as many rivalries in the NFL that I would like, and this is the number one rivalry in the NFL, Steelers-Ravens. What's what's it got? It's got it all, man. It's got the history. It's got the names. It's got the faces. It's got the animosity, Mm. and that's what I love in my rivalries. I like when it's not a we respect you and you respect us, and we're both good, so we're rivals, and that's Mm. how it works. No, these sides hate each other, and there's a narrative out there that's saying that the Ravens have nothing to play for because they're sitting Lamar Jackson, and they're going to sit a lot of their starters. What they have to play for is hatred. Mm. It's playing spoiler when you're actually a good team. We hear about these teams that can play spoilers like the Panthers maybe this weekend that aren't really playing for anything at all. They lost the number one pick, and they're way out of the playoff picture, but the Ravens are a great team. And they can play spoiler for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. They already lost to the Steelers once this season. They don't want it to happen again. Tyler Huntley is a good quarterback. Mm. He was one inch away from beating the Bengals in Cincinnati in last year. In the playoffs. This is a smash all the way. The Steelers 6-1 and one against the Ravens since 2020. Ravens fans and guys in that locker room not going to want to lose. And we learned something about you, C-Cat. Uh-huh. You like your rivalries. Like you like your fun nasty you like nasty rivalries yeah you see how i went with fun i still don't know the radio edit proper words there yeah we're you like nasty oh yeah and steak dinners of course you like nasty rivalries and steak dinners um okay cut the music
Again, this is week 18, smasher pass from NFL Slate. These games have playoff implications. They have first-round pick implications. This is a pivotal season or a season cap that we're going to get this weekend. And I do have to go to the very next Saturday game. They put it on Saturday for a reason. The 9-7 and seven Colts versus the 9-7 and seven Texans. A battle of the AFC South. Gardner Minshew versus C.J. Stroud. This one's going to be Saturday night on ESPN. Here's what's at stake. The winner of the game makes the playoffs. As simple as that. Winner of Texans-Colts makes the playoffs. They're in Indianapolis. The, uh, the winner also can win the AFC South if the Jaguars lose. But most importantly, if you win, you extend your season. See, Cat, what say you? Mm. Oh, we're going for two and one day. Oh, man. It'll yeah, be a busy Saturday. Game, yeah. Busy Saturday, two games, one day. We're smashing both of them because weird things happen when there are playoff implications in AFC South games. It's going to be ugly in a different way. Not the hatred that you'd have in a Steelers and a Ravens game. Nasty. But you're going to have a little bit of ugly football. Gordon Minshew, salt of the earth. He's going to have some tricks up his sleeves in more one way than, or two ways, really. He's gonna, he, has two, he has two different ways to do it. Yeah, they're going to have <laughs> open up the playbook a little bit, some trick plays and that. And he's also going to throw footballs that you ask yourself, why would he do that? Mm. Gardner Minshew is cut from a different cloth. It's going to be entertaining if he helps the Colts win their games, and it's going to be entertaining if he doesn't. It's going to be gross. It's going to be fun. It's a standalone football game on a Saturday that gives me an excuse to stay home, not go out, plop my butt on the couch, and watch more football. We're going to smash that game for the AFC South crown. I love it. I love it. I have to agree with you. The Texans are one-and-a-half favorite on the road. Lovey, not Lovey Smith. D'Amico Ryans, love to see him get his first playoff win as a rookie head coach with his rookie quarterback and C.J. Stroud. Love it out there in Houston, Texas. It's smash or pass with CCAT. Smash or pass on the Week 18 slate of football. We got 16 games, all 32 teams in action, but a lot of starters are out because playoff implications are in. That's what's happening right now. Smash or pass Week 18 NFL games. We move to Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. We got... The Lions, 11-5, hosting the 7-9 Vikings. A NFC North battle. Here's what's at stake in Lions-Vikings. The NFC North champions already. Lions are either going to get the two seed or the three seed in the playoffs. But they can relax on this Sunday. The Vikings, they, um, they're still clinging on to playoff dreams, actually. At 7-9, the Vikings still can make the playoffs, but they would need a win and a lot of help. Um, I'm reading here on ESPN.com. It's a 3% chance the Vikings can make it. But again, you win, you give yourself a chance. Vikings at Lions, Detroit three-and-a-half-point favorites, Cat. Yeah, we've seen a lot of great things from the Lions uh, this year. Not really the case with the Vikings in the second half of the season. Your attention span is better used elsewhere. This game is uh, not moving the needle for me whatsoever. We're starting off cold on that Sunday. It's going to be a cold start on Sunday. Competing with that game, maybe you'll fancy uh, this one maybe a little bit more. The 8-8 eight eight Buccaneers at the 2-14 and 14 Carolina Panthers. Now, what's interesting about this is the Panthers do not own their number one pick. So the Panthers do have a bit of incentive to win. The Buccaneers definitely have incentive to win on this 1 o'clock kickoff on Fox. The Bucks favored by 4.5 points on the road is because they're in a must-win spot. If they win, they are once again the NFC South champions. They will be in the playoffs and be locked in 
And again, the Panthers draft slot, it's locked in. The number one pick going to the Bears, their result doesn't matter. So again, it's a win and get in spot for the Buccaneers at Carolina, divisional game, CCAT. You know, sometimes you got to be realistic with your standards. It's 3 a.m. Oh, man. You're on a dry spell. You're like eight drinks deep. Last call. Last call. And you look across the bar. There's one person remaining. It's Bertha. Mm. You kind of share an apartment building with Bertha. You've seen her around the block a time or two. Baker Mayfield. (laughs) But those eight drinks are talking. And you regret it the day after. But you smash. Mm. I, I think you do with this game. You think you watch it. It matters, right? Baker, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. That team's been pretty fun to watch. But you're still voluntarily subjecting yourselves to Panthers football. You regret it, but it's a smash all the same. I kind of have to agree with you on both sides. And Tupac has this great line, and it's, this is fitting music right now. I won't finish it, but I'll start it. Revenge is the sweetest thing in the world next to something else. He just, I, I don't even know how it ends. You can fill in the blank yourself. But what I will say is, this is a bit of a revenge game on both sides. The Panthers would love nothing more than to bounce the Buccaneers out of playoff hopes. The Panthers would love to do that. And especially at home with their pick already sealed and signed and delivered to the Bears, they need some glimmer of hope right now. And yeah. the Panthers can use a win. But also, on the other side, you got Baker Mayfield, Baker Reagan Mayfield, who was given up on by those Carolina Panthers. Who was given up on and is the very reason why I'm not a Carolina Panthers fan. So I'm happy that Baker Mayfield moved his way to Carolina and ruined that team's chances at winning that year and then got dropped off because I was free from my Carolina Panthers fandom. But Baker Mayfield had a chance to beat the Panthers at the bank for a ticket into the playoffs. I like that call, C-Cat. That's a smash. All right, I got one more for you, C-Cat. I got one more for you as we play Smasher Pass with the Week 18 slate, as Evan Cohen called it earlier. And I don't know if I like it. That's why I keep trying it out. The uh, playoff preseason. Yeah. Because there's so many people sitting out. And because some games don't matter, even though a lot of games do. He calls it a playoff preseason. It's something. He's trying, right? He's trying to make something stick. Listen, I love my football, man. I love it all the same. If it's regular season or if it's postseason, it still is loved by Christian Cat. Okay. See, I mean, I knew you're that kind of guy. So yeah. you're that kind of guy. This one is an easy one to pick up on, though. I think I know which way you're leaning. Uh, let's take it to the nearest stadium to us as we sit here at ESPN West Palm Studios in the square. The 11-5 and five Dolphins hosting the 10-6 and six Bills. The Buffalo Bills, a three-point favorite and we know it's on the line already, but I'll say it anyways. The winner takes the AFC East and the number two seed. So the winner of this game is automatically the two seed and the division champions in the AFC East. But Miami's already in the playoffs. Buffalo is the one that has to win to get in the playoffs. If they lose and a bunch of other scenarios happen that I'm not going to convolute your brains with right now, if things go into shape, the Bills can lose and be out of the playoffs or they can win and be the two seed. A lot hanging on this one. One of the more heated rivalries in the NFL. And it's going to be right here in our backyard at Hard Rock Stadium on Sunday night football. 820 kickoff. C-Cat. He's smashing. Of course I am. Of course I am. (laughs) This is everything you want in a week 18 game, right? You have the storylines building everywhere. This is the Dolphins team with 
as healthy as we've seen them in terms of this time of the season, right? Yeah. Tua's looks good. Tyreek, for most of the season, about 80% of the season, was my MVP favorite. I love Tyreek Hill in this offense. Got some distractions this weekend. That's working against him with the fire at his house. Thankfully, everybody's okay. Josh Allen, kind of proving some doubters wrong in the second half of the season. He was getting a lot of hate yeah. from all around the league about his turnovers, including from me. But he's turned that thing around a little bit. It, the Buffalo Bills were plus 200 to make the playoffs about six weeks ago. Yeah. Turned that thing around, won some close games. I want to dive into these Dolphins, though. Mm. Mm. I want to dive in because the South Florida Fair is coming around pretty, pretty soon. It's the Dolphins versus the world when it comes to picking this game. Yeah. And we heard it earlier from our wonderful callers. I feel like you fade the public here. You got to, huh? And you go with the Dolphins. There you go. The Bills are three-point favorites on the road at Hard Rock. It's a good spot for Miami. Fade the public. Go with the Dolphins. And that's how you both smash on a game and then dive right in to the Dolphins. Because we just dove into the Dolphins talk and you didn't even notice us do it. It was smooth. It was sleek. Right. It was slick like a Dolphin. Right. Like when you dive in in the Olympics, you want to make the little splash as possible. Yes. yes. We didn't make much of a splash. You did that. We did not make a splash. We have not been making a splash at all today on Levick Theo and Stone. But what we are going to do is dive in on those Dolphins. And we just did that courtesy of... The 2024 South Florida Fair, which CCAT, it is coming soon. It, it, it feels crazy to say, but the South Florida Fair is right around the corner. If you don't already, it's time to tap in and get those tickets. And just like we dove into the Dolphins, you can dive into the fun this year with the fair theme, celebrating ocean and marine wildlife. See a live shark show. Get up and close, uh, get up close and personal with the sea lions. Ooh. And also plenty more opportunities to enjoy an immersive underwater experience. Plus, Best of all, at any fair, and especially the South Florida Fair, they've got the fair food and your favorite fair rides. Discount tickets and ride vouchers on sale at Publix and online at SouthFloridaFair.com. Again, the fair opens January 12th. That's next Friday. That's a Friday coming up. January 12th in West Palm Beach. A well of a good time at the South Florida Fair. We're having a well of a good time here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. When, when's the last time we felt like this on a Friday, baby? I'm feeling, I'm feeling very jovial today, C-Cat. What's that word mean? Jovial. Jovial, more so uh, exuberant, happy, um, kind of just so so joyful that you want to share it. All right. So joyful that you want to share it. That's what that word means, at least to me. I'd have to look it up in the break uh, to tell you, actually. Uh, speaking of, man, we both have a serious issue right now, and it stems from the same problem. Mm-hmm. Contractors. Mm-hmm. Contractors. Yeah, Contra- if you're listening to your contractor, I hope you're a good contractor. I hope you do your job well and I hope you 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 are attentive to detail and you, you take care of all your customers' needs and all of that. But there's a lot of them out there that leave you hanging, leave you high and dry, or leave you with more problems than you had before they got here. And both of us dealing with problems with contractors and the same issue to our homes. We'll touch on that. We're going to actually ask you guys for some advice. We're both young adults. We need some help with this stuff on how to handle it. So we'll touch on that. Plus, we'll get back to some Week 18 madness and Nikola Jokic. Boy, we we found out some stuff about him last night. He tried to hide it from us for for a while, but I found out about his guilty pleasures. Um, His biggest guilty pleasure. We'll touch on that as well. It's LaVica Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3.
from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. I tell you right now, prayer still works, baby, because we survived the holiday season. We're intact. We had a good one. I loved it. I spent my time in Houston. It was amazing with the fam, and I had my fiance with me, and um, it was just a great, relaxing time. And then I came back here to West Palm Beach, and then I realized something. I said, whoa, the, now that the holidays are behind us, we're going to be inching out of the peak weather season in Florida here pretty soon. And back in the day, I would used to have to be, this is the time of the year now where it's like, okay, let me make sure my AC is good. Let me make sure my air conditioning is okay because once that summer heat hits, then it's too late to try and get it fixed. You don't want to be in a sticky situation, which is why I'm glad that last year, I made the decision to join EDS Air Conditioning and Plumbing and not just trust them with my AC needs, but also get the gold plan. And I'm not trying to say I'm the golden boy, C-Cat. I'm not trying to just, you know, uplift my own self. No, that's what they call it. It's the gold plan. And if you get the gold plan with EDS, they're preventative. Mm. It's not just about fixing problems that pop up. They're going to hit you up. They're going to come and check your unit out and go up in the attic if it's up there and check out all the tools. Make sure everything's in line, working perfectly, so that you don't have any problems. The Gold Service Plan, they come out twice a year. They clean. They check systems. They talk to you about potential problems that might come down the line. I just had my biannual service three or four weeks ago, and I found out that we're looking good for this summer, so I have nothing to worry about. All of my concerns about air conditioning eased because I'm with EDS. EDS is yes. Ken's not lying when he says that. Ken is a genuine dude. That's why I trust him. That's why I rock with him. And he's the one that gave me the advice to take the gold plan with EDS air conditioning and plumbing. And I am glad I did so. You can do so today as well. You call 561-316-8799. Again, that number 561-316-8799. Or you can go to edsairconditioning.com. And you can get locked in. You can get that gold plan. Ask him for the Teddy special. That's the gold plan. EDS is yes. Uh, C-Cat. Yeah. What's up? You, you might not yet be a gold member with EDS. I'll, t- I'll talk to my folk. We'll see if we can get you hooked up. Thank you. But you also have to make sure things are intact around your house out here. You yeah. got to make sure things are running smoothly. And you had some issues recently, mm-hmm. right? And, and just like me, I had a problem with a contractor and roofing. I won't even get into my situation. It's a property out in Louisiana. I won't waste y'all's time with that because you had a problem here in South Florida with a contractor specific to roofing, and you need our help, so we're going to help you. Yeah, I feel powerless in this situation. That's kind of the word I use because I rent. I'm not actually owning yet in South Florida. I plan to soon, but I don't own yet. Oh, I like this music. And about two months ago, all of a sudden, I get a frantic phone call from my girlfriend who's working at home. She goes, oh, my God, we're under attack. What is going on? Mm. So I was like, what are you talking? Send me pictures. There was shingles. There was stuff being thrown off our roof into our backyard. We got like a 30 by 30 backyard. What kind of crib of, is this? It's like a standalone? Is it like a townhouse? Yes. Townhouse community, low, uh, privately owned. And turns out the roof was getting done on our place without our knowledge. Mm. Not the owner of the place didn't tell us. No one knocked on the door and said, hey, we're going to do some work with you guys, just so you know. Not only did they not tell us, but they were throwing the garbage into our backyard 
which they had no access to to clean up after the fact. That was annoying. That was really annoying. It was dirty. It was gross. A lot of stuff being thrown in the backyard. So that was bad. But soon enough, maybe two days later, after we had the conversations, they came to the backyard, they cleaned up, and that was over and done with. Or so we thought. Because they come back two weeks later. I don't know what they didn't do the first time, but they did it a second time. Uh, Unannounced again. Unannounced. Mm -mm. Random. Tuesday afternoon. Throwing stuff off the roof, into the backyard, into the front yard, into the parking lot. Mm. That was really annoying, too. We start making phone calls. How can this get fixed? How can our lives get better? At least give us a warning. Work with me. But that's also just being annoyed. But that's when bad things turn to worse. Two weeks ago, very important, maybe three weeks ago, very important day in the job, National Signing Day. Getting into work, oh, super man. duper early, important day here at ESPN West Palm. We need you for signing day. I felt needed, but I didn't get to work in time. Mm. It wasn't my fault. You overslept. No, it didn't happen. Huh. Stomach ache. Nope. There was a nail in my tire. Oh. A roofing nail in my tire. From my parking lot. I heard a noise. It was like the metal that you nail with the thing. I don't know. It was making a loud noise when I was turning the vehicle uh, tire driving on the road. I'm only like two miles away from the office. How sick was the damage? It was bad enough to where they had to replace the entire tire. Mm. Not just that tire, as many people know. You can't just replace one tire. When it's down a certain tread, mm. you mm. got to replace multiple tires. It hit you for the twofer. Was it twofer or all four? It was the fourfer. Oh, you got fourfer. Four for Ford. Four for Ford with my tires. Ah, oh, that's the worst. $500 no. down the drain, all because they oh. didn't clean after themselves, and there were nails in the parking lot that I drove over, and I'm out the money. I don't know what to do here, man. Whose so, fault is it? So you're $500 short now. Uh-huh. You got you some new shoes on the whip, which is always nice. But it wasn't time for that. And you had to pay for that out of turn because of the contractor's mistake. Exactly. So. Not even a contractor that you hired. You're renting from no. the owner who hired the contractor who did not give you the heads up that they were coming to do the work. See, I'm known for cheaping out on things where, you know what, this guy, I'll pay him $5 to do this. Yeah. I don't have the insurances and the assurances that he'll do as good of a job as the $20 guy. Of course not. But I want to save a little money. I didn't make this choice, right? The property manager or the owner of the place, whatever, they cheaped out on it, and I'm paying the price. Yeah. I'm out 500 bucks. My girlfriend, she kind of does the talking in the relationship. She she's, confronts. She's <laughs> the one that tells the waiter, yeah. hey, no, no, we need, we, yeah, you, you screwed this up. Send uh-huh. it back. There's a hair in my foot. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, she confronted the, the workers. And they said, all right, we'll pay for one. We ain't paying for all four tires. Wow. And I thought to myself, all right, I could see your side, but also I wouldn't be getting new tires if it wasn't for you. Mm. And I have to get at least two tires just because of alignment and all that stuff. Yeah. But I'm going to war with these people, man. So what have you done? What's your action? Did you contact the, the, the owner of the property or the, the contractors themselves? Who? What's the status today as we stand? It's like a wormhole. It's like, all right, we talked to our owner. They say, oh, no, no, no. You got to talk to the maintenance people. We talked to the maintenance people. They say, all right, well, that wasn't us. We mm. do maintenance. We fix the fridges and stuff. We went to this contractor, go to the contractors. Now we sent another email out of the contractor, the actual company. Mm. Apparently, they own several different companies that oh, do this, that, okay. and the other thing. We're still waiting to reply. We sent like a 12-paragraph email detailing everything that happened from the 
unannounced working on our on our roof to everything in between and now I'm out 500 bucks. Do you think I'm going to get my money back? You'll get money back for one tire, for sure. You think I'm only get one? I think you're going to only get one. But what I will say is you ask for all four and you push for all four and you keep trying for all four. You write all the angry emails, you 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 guys have that that uh that skill. You know, you and your girlfriend mm-hmm. had that skill to craft up the words right in the email. Do it right. Fight for all of them, but I, I think you're just leaving with one. That story, courtesy of our friends down in Boca Raton who see cats, can tell you about. Oh, the FAU MBA Sports Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, they are helping you get your dream job in sports. I mean, like a legitimate job in sports, not like this nonsense we do on Sports Talk Radio Show. None of that stuff. No, no, no. real jobs in sports. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. That is where you want to get a kickstart on your career. FAU MBA Sports Management Program. Go to this website, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. CCAT, you are in the dilemma. You have to get your money back. It's after the holiday season. You deserve your money. If you can help CCAT, if you have a, a solution to his problem, please call in 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Help CCAT fix his roofing slash tire slash contractor problem. We need the help. I do. Um, And we'll get to that call. We'll get to your solution and maybe our solution as well. When we come back, plus we're talking to Coley Jokic and the Denver Nuggets and what happened last night. Amazing stuff here on ESPN 106.3. Aaron Gordon looks in, throws it off over to Jokic. Two seconds. He's across the timeline from 45 feet. Got it at the horn! Nikola Jokic buries the Golden State Warriors for the second year in a row. Denver stuns the Warriors with a last-second three-point shot. And the Golden State Warriors can go ahead and take that out on the way out. That call courtesy of... The Denver Nuggets Radio Network. Oh my goodness. 39-footer right across half court. Nikola Jokic taking out the Warriors. The Warriors led 25 to 4 over the last six minutes. Or no, the Warriors led by 15 points with under six minutes to go in a 25 to 4 run by the Nuggets. Uh mounted a comeback there, sealed with that Jokic jumper. That went in. He was guarded tightly by Kevon Looney. Mm-hmm. He drills that that shot where you feel helpless as a defender. And then Jokic let out the most emotion and the most jubilation that I've ever seen out of him on a basketball court. Even more so maybe than when they won the championship last year. And I found out a little hidden secret. The guy does like playing basketball. He's not just all about kicking it in Serbia with his feet up and, and, uh, and, and, and grooming horses up. The dude likes to hoop and he likes to win. He found that. Just love again for the game. Yeah. It's beautiful. We saw it live on television. He was kicking it. He was happy. And the dude also, another stat about Jokic. The dude has only missed five shots in his last four games. He Whoa. is on a sick tear. I've lost, uh, I mean, I've missed less than that, though. So You have, you have. Yeah, I've, I've, I've missed no shots you're in doing, the last five games. You're so. doing a little better than our friend up there in Denver. <laughs> uh, uh, let's let's talk about what I got going on tomorrow here, CK. Right. Um, my buddy's birthday is tomorrow, so I will be golfing tomorrow with him to celebrate my guy John Barron over there at uh, WPTV. Um, we're going to golf, but before I do that, I'm going to hit up my golf lessons at the Kaiser University Golf Center. And I bet you're wondering, well, Dio, I didn't know you were getting lessons. I am. All right. I've been learning how to pitch with my guy, Peter. 
No pushback here. Thank Say whatever you, you want, Theo. Thank you, CK. I've been getting all kind of pushback for this. I've learned how to pitch. Uh, we're working on most likely chipping tomorrow, so my short game is getting tuned up, and Kaiser University has the tools and the facilities to help you learn how to golf in every environment because they have the indoor training facility with more than 2,000 square feet, hitting bays, all kind of virtual things that help you train your game up. I can't wait to see you tomorrow, Pete. And we'll see you on Monday with the full slate of team. LaVico, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3.